it's not that we don't trust the machine. I feel that what it is, is that we've been made to feel silly because we didn't know that it was an AI. And I think that's where the erosion of trust comes. Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's episode of Influence by Design. I'm your co-host for today, Samantha Riley, joined by my great friend here, Tim Hyde. Tim, we're going to talk about deep fake AI and trust today. So we've chosen a big topic. <laughs> Just a little one. Um, the reason for this is it's been coming up for me quite a bit recently. And I know that as marketers, we're, you know, we're, more, we're closer to the cutting edge of AI than, you know, Joe and Sheila average mm-hmm. for whom, you know, is, is really our, our customer in many cases, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been talking with a few people about, you know, how we're using AI and how we're kind of creating, you know, almost deep fakes of ourselves mm-hmm. um, to engage with customers, right? Now, whether that's, uh, I think everyone's aware of the sort of AI, AI use of content. You know, Chat GPT, if you're not, Chat picture, you're living under a rock, right? But yeah. there's a huge number of other AIs that are sort of starting to pop up in the market, particularly around video and voice mm-hmm. to create facsimiles of yourself mm-hmm. and create you know, greater personalization at scale. Now, this is a good thing, right? This is what gives so many businesses massive leverage. But I think it also raises some interesting moral questions mm-hmm. around the authenticity of how we're engaging with people. Absolutely. And I'm definitely on your side of the fence here. Yeah. Now, let me give you a, let me give you a really practical example. Right? One of my suppliers for a tool that we use um, reached out up to me uh, via phone recently. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I can't recall exactly. I think it might have been one of their first iterations. But the voice came on. It was you know, super friendly. It sounded quite human. It wasn't very robotic like some of the early voice recordings. And engaged me in a conversation. I think it invited me to uh, an online training. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but... It was introduced introduced as Bob the AI, Sean's AI assistant. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm like, no worries at all. Um, I can tell this is an AI voice, and very quickly, and I've gone, no thanks very much. It's got no problems at all. You know, have a great day. Blah blah blah. And I thought, okay, fantastic. This is a really interesting use. Um, in terms of you know customer engagement or even potential outreach, right? Obviously, an AI can do about a million outreaches more per second than, um, you know, we could if we were picking up the phone. But, you know, when we look at that, you know, what if that voice had been, hi, Tim, it's Sean, Mm. and I'd gone into a conversation thinking that I was talking to my mate Sean and my supplier Sean, and I'd cottoned on to the fact that it wasn't Sean, it was in fact an AI, Mm. right? What would that have done to my trust level with this, you know, person as a supplier or a potential, you know, client, if that was the case, maybe. Yeah. Now, what's really interesting here is as we were chatting, preparing for this episode, you actually posed this slightly different to me. 
You mm. said to me, Sam, just think if there was someone that, that said, hey, it's Bob, you know, Tim's AI assistant, blah, 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 and invited you, you would know that it was an AI bot. And you said, as opposed to a bot that comes on and says, hey, it's Tim here, I'm inviting you to a free workshop. And you said to me, which would I be more likely to sign up to the workshop for? No, at that point, I said, well, I'd be more likely to sign up to the AI bot that didn't tell me it was AI because I would think it was you. Now, where then the conversation went was if I found out down the track that it was an AI bot, that's when my trust would be massively eroded because I would have thought that I was having a conversation with you. So it's ever so slightly different because I think that you would be more likely to sign up for the workshop with a bot that you thought was the person, but down the track, there would be way more trust eroded. Yeah, well, okay, let me give you some context as these, some of these questions. Um, I'm just thinking pop up, right? and this is more of a philosophical discussion than, than anything else. And, Absolutely. And maybe for, you know, as the listeners, if you guys are thinking about using some of the AI tools that are coming into the market. These are some of the thick questions that you should be asking yourself about the kind of relationship that you want to have with your with your customers, right? Yes. And and your and everyone that you're kind of dealing with. Um, two things that I've heard, right? One, I listened to an AI voice selling wine subscriptions to an unsuspecting consumer uh-huh. who for all intents and purposes was like, you know, we can't afford this one, you know, this box of wine. Blah, 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 blah. And of course, you know, like any good salesperson, the AI offered discounts and bonuses and blah, 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 and, and so on until such time as the woman proceeded and said, yes, fine, I'll take, I'll take the case of wine. And the, you know, AI is going, ching, you know, $200 later on. Wow. We're all good. All right. Uh, it was quite clever. It said, hey, do you want to just charge the, you know, would it be easier if we just charge your credit card on file? Yep. Sweet. Okay. That was an AI sales call mm-hmm. and literally you can do 100 dials a minute using or more using an AI in that context which is clearly mm-hmm. much more than you know a paid sales rep could do and probably significantly cheaper than a paid sales rep also a higher conversion right much higher well in theory much higher conversion mm. i thought that was an interesting context one of the other ones i've seen recently other than the ai voice that that called me is some tools around taking a video of you. And if you're watching on YouTube, you know, it'll literally be, is this real Tim and Sam or is this fake Tim and Sam? This is real Tim and Sam. <laughs> this is real. I can guarantee you this is real Tim and Sam. But changing, you know, taking a real video of you and not just a composite video of you, right? Um, taking a real video of you, but changing your voice and your mouth action to say different words than what you actually said mm. right so it might be hi sam how are you today right and the ai would come in and change the structure of your mouth and the words that someone hears to hi bob or hi sally ann or hi you know jonathan or, or whatever you know and i mean obviously from a from an engagement perspective and a leverage perspective that's incredibly powerful sort of stuff mm. But again, you know, when we when we see the results of what it is, we see you know advice become more effective, right? You know, the the AI is obviously being able to access massive amounts of more data than 
you would otherwise do. You can do these things on your website to say, you know, ask Sam a question and you've got this library of content that AI just sort of rifles through and, and provides an answer. But the flip side of that is when people found out that they were actually engaged with an AI, that the trust, the, well, the information, the quality of the information they've gone, this is much better information than what mm. I would normally get from, you know, a regular Sam. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the trust level almost became zero. Yeah. So whilst the quality of answer was better, the trust in that answer was almost reduced to nil. Mm. Right? Because, like participants in this particular survey, did not know that they were engaged with an AI. They actually thought they were engaged with a human. Yeah. Right. And so I think we're in this really interesting space over 2024 and probably into 2025 and even 2026, where, you know, with Joe, you know, Joe and Sheila average, I'm like, I don't know whether I trust this, you know, trust the machine. Yes. I guess. I think what it, I think it's like a, it's not that we don't trust the machine. I feel that what it is, is that we feel we've been duped. Yeah. Like we've been made to feel silly because we didn't know that it was an AI. And I think that's where the, the erosion of trust comes. I had an email from a marketer that did a cold outreach. And in his background, it looked like he was scrolling through my website. Oh. Now, because I'm surrounded by a lot of marketers, straight away I was like, hmm, he's sending this out to everyone and it's some sort of software that just scrolls through your your website. So my guess with this is, you know, how everyone loves to hear their own name. My guess is they're using this because people love to see their own website. But I was so onto it straight away. I didn't even answer this guy. I'm like, nah, not even, yeah. not even going there. But that, you know, that's what we're dealing with, right? And I think that as you say, this conversation is a conversation just to have you start thinking. There may be things that come under your sphere where you think, wow, that's really clever, but just have a think. Is this going to erode trust? Because I know that the people that are in our world and that listen to this show are really, like really take their integrity and the trust that they have very, very seriously and that it takes only such a little thing to erode that trust. Yeah. Yeah, I was almost like, no one was cheating on a client through it. That's, yeah. And I mean, there is, you know, I do use ChatGPT. I do use Claude. Uh, I do use these these tools. I've also taught my clients what I call the AI artisan method, which is how to use AI as a, like as a foundation. Imagine like it's the, you know, it's the block of clay that you're being given as the, as the person that's um, doing the sculpture, but then you're, you need to put your own personality into it. You need to go and change it. So it sounds like you, so I'm not opposed yeah. to the use of it. I am opposed to, let's just put something in and spit it out. Well, I think, as I said, you know, we're at this point where, you know, and if you're playing with AI, you know, you're in the one or two percent right now. Okay. It's, it's so, even though, you know, we've sort of, we go back not even 12 months ago, Sam, you know, AI wasn't really on the radar. You had things yeah. like, um, you know, Jasper was using very early versions and copy.ai, you know, for copywriting. But they weren't great. No. Um, 
um, you know, and we've some, come so far in the last 12 months that I think the pace of, I guess, acceptance of, you know, this mm-hmm. technology um, is still very much in its infancy in terms of the broader population of people. Okay. Now, you know, if we were putting our futurist hat on, you know, we're not too far away from this intersect between, you know, AI helpers and robotics around your house. Mm-hmm. Probably this decade, I would be unsurprised to see, um, you know, early versions of that. I would think you know, so. In, in, your, in your billionaires and millionaires' households. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the we're still, as humans, we're a little bit behind the times, you know. It takes time for us to adapt to change, and particularly sort of broad-spread change like this. And, you know, we've got, to, we've got to remember that the goal of marketing is to bring our clients closer to us mm. and create a measure of intimacy and trust in what it is we do and say that we can do. And if we are duplicitous in the process of doing so, as you say, very, very easy to undermine that trust and go completely to zero and never recover it. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So I'm, I, you know, and and I'll say don't use it. What I'm saying is I'm advocating very much for transparency. Yes. In how we do it and being really cautious about when we're not transparent about how we're doing some of this stuff. Mm. On the flip side, there was a an email that came out. Um, from Rosso Locklane, who was actually on the show. I'll link it up in the show notes. I can't remember what episode it was, but he used a footer on an email that was something like, whilst I do use AI um, to get ideas, what you're reading here is an email that's put together by me and and a real human kind of thing. I can't remember the exact wording of it, but it got, <laughs> it got a lot of eyeballs on that, a lot of people talking and the reason is, is because he actually came out and said the opposite of what people are saying. Hey, it's really me. This is my thoughts. It's my my take on it, my words. And that's what's going to make us stand out. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting time over the next 12, 24 months to see how people kind of use this and, and where that transparency comes in. And I think looking at, you know, just that kind of thing, I says, this is not a bot. This is actually a real human. Yeah, this <laughs> right? is me. And actually, but, but actually, you know, but actually having to say that as a point of difference. Right, be, uh, weird. Hey, I would never have thought of this in 1978, right? <laughs> yeah, but if, we, but if we roll back a few years ago, right, and we, we saw these sort of deep fakes appearing, um, you know, on the internet of, you know, Tom, to, you know, Tom Cruise doing something or, you know, whatever else. Um, you know, I think you've got to put yourself in the position that we're not too far off from the day where someone or yourself would create a deep fake version, deep fake version of yourself that looks like you, has your mannerisms, um, speaks like you, uses the same tonal inflections and and all that, that sort of stuff as you do, and and you know the hand gestures. If you, again, if you're watching YouTube, you can see me sort of wave my hands around. Um, and, you know, people in your world may or may not know whether it's actually you or not. This, when you start having this kind of conversation, this absolutely puts the fear of God in me. It makes yeah. me so afraid of what someone could actually do to you. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, well, here's a video of you, you know, having carnal relations with someone, you know, 
mm. with someone and it's like, well, hang on, I wasn't there. I was, you know, at the supermarket. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, well, hang on, what did, what did it look like you were at the supermarket? It wasn't actually you because there was a robot walking around. And, yeah. and I'm just sort of, you know, navel-gazing a little bit here. But certainly from a video or content perspective, um, there is the, I think we, we are in a very grey area morally and ethically around the use of these, these technologies for either good or ill intent. Mm, mm, mm. So I guess for me, what I would like to, um, how I would like to leave this conversation is just to be really aware of anything that, you know, comes into your view or your vision that's put there have a really, really deep and good think. Is this going to help me now? But is it also going to help me in the future from a trust perspective? That's, I guess, where where we wanted to take the conversation today. Yeah, absolutely. And if like if you want to know, we'll reach out when we're both playing in the space and playing with some of the tech that that's um that's here and, and looking at different use cases. Um, it, it's it's definitely a leverage, right? No mm. question. You know, judicious use of this technology is uh, will give you massive leverage in what it is you're doing. But I think it comes with some inherent risks and considerations that you need to consider. Yeah, totally. Thanks for bringing this topic up, Tim. It was um, because you'd been having a conversation with a couple of our friends and you mentioned it and we're like, yeah, okay, let's have a chat about this. Yep. That no, was good. Good. Yeah. Um, watch, the, watch this space with keen interest. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening in. And like Tim said, please take a screenshot, share it on your socials, give us your biggest takeaway or your thoughts, what's coming up for you. Maybe you've got a piece of AI that you've seen come across your vision and you'd like to share it. We'd love to hear it. Thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week on the next episode of Influence by Design. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com.